Welcome to the Healing Place podcast, a space filled with inspirational stories of hope, along with practical advice for your healing journey. Your host is Terry Welbrock, trauma warrior, writer, speaker, blogger, therapy dog handler, and founder of the Sammy's Bundles of Hope Project. As a survivor and a thriver, Terry's mission is to shine the light of hope into the world by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. Please stay tuned at the end of today's interview as we honor our sponsors. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. Now, here's your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I am your host, Terry Welbrock, and very excited to have with me today Christine Marie. And she is, oh my gosh, energy healer, author, poet, uh, photographer, artist. So I'm, I'm excited to do some share screens for those who are going to watch the video. Uh, if you're listening on the audio version of this, pop on over to YouTube and, and check out the, uh, the video if you want to see any of the shares that we do on here. So welcome to Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm really, I, I asked you right before we hit record, if you'd be willing to, to read uh, one of your poems to us. And so at the end, uh, you're going to do so. And yeah, I'm just thrilled that the audience is going to, as I read through them, um, I had received a sampling and oh my gosh, there were just so many as a trauma survivor that just mm. spoke to my heart and soul. So beautiful. I just got chills throughout my entire body as you said that. That's exactly what I want the reader to experience when they read the book. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's just, you know, I think in sharing our truths, there's just such a soul connection that happens. Um, and we, one, we don't feel so all alone. Yes. Uh, one of the poems that, that I had read talked about, and I'm, and I'm just way paraphrasing because your words are much more beautiful than what I'm about to say, but along the line, you know, the, the tear stained pillows, that's not what love mm. is. And I mean, how many times as a little girl, um, you know, I'd fall asleep with the, I used to call it the marching soldiers in my head because it, from the tears, it was like, chum, chum. it was my heartbeat in my head trying to not sob. And so, um, yeah, I get it. And that spoke to me. Mm, that's so lovely. Yeah, that was, that's like a vivid memory I come back to quite often when I think about, you know, healing and like the trauma that I've gone through, because that was such a like when I would wake up and I would see the stains on the pillowcase, I would see like the actual like physical chaos that I was trying to release from my body, you know, yeah. and it's so powerful and it's so heavy too when you're in such a raw and vulnerable and loathing state. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. So talk to the audience about what it is you do. Yeah. Um, so I, I consider myself as a creative healer. So I am a vessel from the divine that speaks about, you know, painful life experiences and also how I've healed through those painful life experiences. And I do that, do that through art and I do it through poetry, especially. And um, it's been just one of the most biggest blessings I've ever uncovered about myself as just a human being of how I'm able to take 
become able to alchemize the pain into wisdom, not only for myself, but for other people. Because I, I go back and I, and I think about what I would have, I wonder what would have happened if I had read, you know, the words that I wrote back when I was like in the situation of like being in an abusive relationship or being, you know, um, abandoned as a little girl. Like you just wonder what that would have done for me and how healing and insightful that could have been. So I want to like, while people are in their most suffering states, I want this body of work breaking free to allow themselves to not be so ashamed of what they're experiencing and hopefully also find a way out of their own suffering. Yes, beautiful. Well, and it's so true when you just resonate with something that just, it just, it shines a light on on the situation again to say, I'm not alone in these feelings. Um, And what a gift that is to people to know that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important that we allow ourselves to feel the emotions of the feeling that we're having. Because I think so often um, we don't want to cry or we feel ashamed of crying or being angry or upset. And then we suppress that. And then by suppressing that, that turns into physical or mental illness in our bodies. We're holding on to something. And I just think like as human beings, we have to find a sacred space to allow ourselves to release and feel those emotions and not only is crying beautiful and like going for a walk is beautiful but writing it out physically like writing lit- the literal toxicity out of your body is just therapy for me oh for sure yeah that's so fascinating yesterday for whatever reason I decided oh my gosh I, we had moved in June five states away so I finally was like, all right, let's just open a box. I have three left to unpack. And I was like, let's <laughs> get these last three because I knew these three had a lot of stuff in it. And so I came across a list of poems that I had written, probably about 40, um, that are on a completely different hard drive. Like I have the hard drive somewhere in a box, but, and so I can't get to them because I never, it was before the days of, now where you could download it onto, you know, wherever and save it on flash drives. I mean, this was like floppy disk days, but just reading the titles alone, I thought, oh, this is, I mean, I love it that I was writing about it. And yeah, it was cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. And what a way to measure your growth too. You know, it's like when I finished the manuscript of Breaking Free, I mean, I'd been working on it for a couple of years, you know, And I finished it about a year ago and I, and I opened it up and I was reading these words and I was just like, I don't even identify with this woman anymore. And how freeing is that? Right. And to like, be able to see that and to really um, make sense of it all and to see how much you've grown and blossomed and, and just healed from those experiences that like, at one point I wanted to honestly like die from. Yeah. So, you know, it's so transformational what the power of words can do for the human person. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. Yes, absolutely. And congratulations on, yeah, finding this beautiful gift, not only for yourself, but uh, to, to give it to others and offer it to the world is just, um, yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. And you're, you you mentioned you're an artist, so it's not just through your writing artistry, but your photography. And again, when I was on your website, 
oh my gosh, your pictures from India and Nepal, the way you mm. capture people. I, I'm, I call myself an amateur photographer. I have like a little Nikon camera that I'd gotten as a gift and we live on Hilton Head Island. And so I try to catch pictures of alligators and birds and all of that. But there's something about capturing people um, in the way you capture these people. It's, it's almost like their essence. And um, I mean, just incredibly beautiful. Yeah, thank you so much. I those were like some of my most favorite photos of I've ever taken because it allowed me to see a part of myself in their eyes. Yeah. I'm such an empathetic person. And, you know, you walk by like an alleyway and you see a man holding like his mala beads, like with like a, a bucket of popcorn spilling over him. And he's just like sleeping at, you know, 11 AM. And, and that's just like what he's doing. And and you're able to, I'm able to really feel like the emotional part of what he's experiencing, you know, and I, I almost feel like we've just, we've connected and I haven't even spoken a word to him and capturing that, like, just reminds me of how um, different our human experiences are, but how similar we all are with what we go through and like the pain and the suffering too, like we are all one. Um, we just have different, you know, experiences in life that we learn from and, and, and grow from. And I just think it's so beautiful to find yourself in the eyes of a stranger. Yes. From across the world. I think that exactly. this, this podcast has brought me in contact with just healers from all over the globe and to know mm. that the same feelings and, and, and experiences and growth and trauma and, and learning are happening in Thailand or happening in New Zealand or happening in Canada or in the States, wherever it is. And it's, um, you're right, there is just to find that connection in, in another with, in a stranger, no matter where they are. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, that's what's so important to talk about because we feel so alone in our experience and then that aloneness makes us feel like we don't belong and that's yeah. like that lack of belonging makes us not want to be here or not want to continue on with life you know uh, at least in you know I'm speaking for a personal experience and so when we find that we have similar experiences with our traumas and these these terrible things that we go through the fact that we are not alone, the fact that somebody across the world goes through some sort of suffering too, that makes us feel like a sense of belonging, which makes us feel empowered to share our stories and our vulnerabilities with each other in order to help each other go through these, yeah. you know, difficult times. Yeah, for sure. Do you mind if I pull up and share just a few of your pictures? No, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Just <laughs> so, I mean, again, just so beautiful. Mm. Um, as I scroll through, like this, the one I, I tried to point to it, like people would see my finger with this one right here. Mm. I mean, that sweet little face and just being silly and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love, yeah. I, Is this the picture you were talking about? The, mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's the popcorn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. There was one along here, this one uh, down mm -hmm. here with uh, those boys bathing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Uh, is it taking you back? <laughs> it is. It is. It was, it was two years ago. This time I was there. 
Okay. And um, yeah, it it was just such a magical experience. And I went I went on like a self discovery journey. I I quit my job and I said I need to go discover who I am. And I took a pilgrimage first to India and then Nepal, Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia. And I just had my backpack on my on my bag on my back and it was the most liberating experience in my entire life and I really found like felt like I found a sense of self and that journey was what gave me the clarity of of continuing on to write breaking free um and my second book will be about my pilgrimage to to India precisely so and I'm hoping to have my photography in it as well. So, yeah, you know, beautiful. Yeah. And this is now these are these from India. Is that what I clicked on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then you yeah. had Nepal as well, which uh, and that was all. Was that the same trip? Yeah. Yep. So I did Nepal right after India. Okay. Again. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Just simply, simply beautiful. And it is funny how mm-hmm. you're drawn to certain things for whatever reason. I was drawn to this lady holding the. The little is that a goat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's so funny. We all are, you know, we all resonate with different yeah, you know, colors and lifestyles and it's it's so beautiful. It is. Oh my gosh, simply gorgeous. All right. Well let me mm, stop share you. on this and we'll come back to <laughs> our conversation. Yeah. So um Gosh, I don't even know where to go. There's so many awesome things to talk about. Well, one of the things that I had mentioned was on your website, I saw that you had written, I think under the book um, section, the only way out of darkness is through it. And those who are listening know I have said this so many times here on the show and uh, (laughs) talked about it with so many guests. So yeah, let's dive into that just a little bit. Yeah, um, that was inspired by me constantly running away from myself. And whether that would be through travel, through alcohol, through any sort of external escapism, so I didn't have to go within and face the pain and the trauma and and my shadows. Um, But by running away further from myself, the most more disconnected I felt from myself and from the world. And that's what I believe led me to like this really dark rock bottom that I hit. And I had two choices when I hit this, you know, dark night of the soul. I could choose to ignore it and continue living a life that was not in alignment or fulfilling for myself. Or I could choose to embrace it and go within and really heal from the inside out. And I knew if I were to live, you know, go the first route that I wouldn't be living today. So I had to take the bravery and the courage to really go within and find out what was underneath all of the layers that I've been trying to, you know, mask all of the hurt and pain that I endured as a little girl. So um, yeah, and it was the best decision I've ever made. It's why I'm alive today. Yeah. And now you you teach others. Or you, do you work with others? Work with women, particularly who have been through abusive relationships or are currently in one? Yeah, yeah, I do teach. I teach other people about my experience, and I have. I'm trying to this year really cultivate more of like a supportive 
I wouldn't say like a hotline, but kind of like I want to draw in people, especially women that are abuse survivors and to really help them through their experience. So I'm going to try my best in a way to create a community of that because I think it's so important um, when we're going through something that can be so disheartening and take like the light from within you and I never thought I would be able to come to a place where I could actually openly talk about it because it was so raw for so long. Um, But the reason why I'm at a place where I can talk about it is because I healed a lot of it, you know, and I'm able to really, really share in a vulnerable way. So other people can, um, can just find a sense of uh, what's the word. Just find a sense of, liberation within their own journeys yeah yeah awesome and now did you do the majority of your healing through writing through your art that was most of it and I also go to psychotherapy I do hypnotherapy I do energy work um yeah I do you know uh balancing with the chakras and I and I do a lot of inner child work too it's I'm kind of like a a healing junkie. I just think it's the more that I do it, the more, um, honestly, the more healing I do within myself, the more love I feel within and the more love I give to other people. And it's just this beautiful cycle. And I know when I'm not taking care of myself, I can't help anybody else. Right. So it's so important. I I just, I I laughed and smiled so big because I, (laughs) And I so related to what you're saying. I, I'm that person when I learn of something new, I just absorb it like, oh, teach me, teach me, teach me. And, and I have this huge, huge toolbox that I call it, this healing toolbox. And again, I say it often, but Ho'oponopono Hawaiian healing and EFT. As a matter of fact, I have an EFT tapping session with someone, an yeah. energy healer today at four. And um, I, I mean, just doing, I did EMDR therapy for four years and I've done energy healing and crystal work and I've done Reiki and I've done, you name it. I have, because one, I, I want to see if it resonates with me. But two, I want to be able to talk about it. I want to be able to bring it, you know, onto the show and say, hey, yes, I've tried it. I've lived it. I did acupuncture for the first time. Oh. I was terrified of being stuck with a needle. And it's so, awesome, though. It's huh? awesome. I love it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I can't wait to go back. Like, I got home and was like, what was I afraid of? That was amazing. And I yeah. was telling my oldest son, I said, John, I said, Oh my gosh, I did acupuncture. It was so cool. If you ever get a chance, he's like, mom, I already done. I've already done it. And I was like, Oh man, why didn't you tell me? It was great. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think it's so great that there's so many different uh, modalities and recipes out there to bring healing and homeostasis back to our mind, body, and souls. It's so, it's so lovely. And I love that you call it the toolbox. I call it my medicine bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that we can reach in and say, oh, this isn't working today. But you know what? This is working. This is what I need today. For sure. Absolutely. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right. So how do people connect with you? How do they work with you, find you? Yeah. um, So my website is christinemarieheals.com. From there, you can click on the link to order my book, which is through Amazon. Um, So that's how you can order Breaking Free. 
And then um, also through my website, you can uh, follow underneath the offerings page. You can see my energy healing work. And I'm currently almost graduating uh, shamanism training. So next year or next month, I'll be a, a certified shamanic practitioner. So I'll use sh shamanism, Reiki, and my own intuitive gifts as a way of uh, bringing healing to the client. Um, so you can sign up through there and just email me if you're interested in booking a session. And um, also my Instagram is Christine Marie Heals. And that's where I put a lot of, you know, just my my poetry. I, I call it kind of like a visual diary, like my poetry, my photography. Um, I write a lot about like my travels and just my life yeah. experiences on that. So wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, I love it that people can, yeah, get in touch with you. And oh my gosh, yes, if you need to read this, read this poetry because because it's just um, so beautiful. We still have a few minutes to talk before we. I have you read a uh, um, a poem for us. So, is there anything else that you wanted to to talk about before we close out? Mm. I honestly think the most important thing I want people to know is to not be so afraid to go within themselves. I find that we're, you know, we've we're, we live in a society where we've become um, afraid of pain and afraid of discomfort and like ashamed of those feelings. And I think it's actually where the medicine lies. It's where the wisdom lies. It's like, you have to, you have to go through the dark in order to find the light. Like I, I, you know, I don't usually press my beliefs on people, but I've never seen something and experienced something, some, something more true in my life. Um, so I just really want to encourage other people to not be so afraid of themselves because underneath the these narratives that we've collected through our traumas and our conditionings as human beings, underneath that layer is just a divine, beautiful light that you can never, ever imagine that lies within. And I just really believe that there's just a sense of worthiness and belonging and love that's just waiting for you to to embody and it's just it's underneath all of this stuff that we've attached our identities to that don't even belong to us um so i just think that's so important and and don't be afraid to shine and don't be afraid to take up space and just express your truth and live your truth because it's the most healing thing you can do for yourself and for other people Yes. Amen. And beautiful. And yes, as someone who avoided I, I, for 25 years, I, I lived with severe panic attacks because I was just avoiding that darkness and avoiding. And it was so terrifying to even think about going back into that darkness that I wasn't able to realize the light that was there um, and or as on the other side, really. And uh, yeah. And to be able to finally I don't know, like beat my way down into it or just work my way through that darkness. And um, I got to that beautiful, that beautiful space of healing and light. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, it just changed everything. And so that's the message of really my story and so many people's stories is, is in the show is that um, 
and I so lost it went out of my head <laughs> I, got, I got so excited it went away is, is that you know you just even if you've been through trauma I came back even if you've been through trauma you can still live this life filled with joy and tranquility yeah um, yeah yeah so. yeah and you are not like you're not defined by your traumas right you know like I used to walk around this world with this literally I would meet somebody and I would think in my mind that they would look at me like I was a broken person and it wasn't really how they saw me, but it was the way I saw myself. And that's why it's so important, but by the way that we look at ourselves and see ourselves and the things that we're telling ourselves, like that makes such a difference in our day-to-day lives. So yeah, like there's so much more to you than what you've been through. Right. Well, and it's that energy you emit, emit, um, you know, if you, if you are identifying with the, with the darkness, um, it's hard to radiate that light out into the world. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. So would you read us a, one of your poems? Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I was going to read the first one, but I'm being called after our conversation to change. Okay. So I'm actually going to read the last one, okay. if that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's a long one, but it's one of my favorites. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. Thank you. It was not so much about leaving you more than it was about finding who I was, who I was meant to be, who I could be, without your gust of wind weighing down my wings, plucking apart my feathers from the very same back you pinned against brick walls and basement floors. It was only when I surrendered to the army of colors both around and inside of me, when these rusted eyes began to notice how bright the ethereal sun shines through the black and blue pores your fingertips once painted over. And it, and it is only when I found beauty in the way the colors of my spine harmonized along the colors in the sky, that my spirit soared higher than it ever did, bound by the person who held down these wings. I am finally free. Wow. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful visual. Mm. Heartbreaking but beautiful at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. I'm one, I see hawks everywhere. And so I just Mm. had this visual of the hawks here on the island soaring over the water and uh, yeah. Mm. I love that. Thank you for receiving. Absolutely. All right. Well, again, I um, just what a blessing it is to have you here with me today. And thank you for, for sharing your light with everyone. Thank you so much for having this platform for me to, to shine, you know. And um, yeah, I really do feel like such a beautiful connection with you. And I'm just so happy that we 
connected and I can't wait to to support your journey in this because it's so powerful and so needed oh thank you so much well again I just what a blessing it is to have you know, beautiful souls like you to come across my radar and um, to connect mm. and uh, yeah, to just offer a light to, to those who need it. Um, yeah. So again, thanks. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Mm. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.